Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in the upstate of South Carolina. I'm your host, as always, Stan McCune, realtor here in the Greenville area, and I am happy that you're listening to this podcast, and I would just ask that you subscribe, rate, review, download, all of those great things. Make sure that you don't miss any shows by doing those things, and that also helps to support the show as well, so I appreciate if you guys can do that. Um, Additionally, all of my contact information, like I always say, is in the show notes, so should you need to reach out to me for any reason, hey, I'm available, my contact information is there, look it up, reach out to me, text, phone, email, message, apps, whatever, I mean, I'm even on like Signal and uh, uh, WhatsApp and, you know, all these other things. If you need me to be there for you, I can do that. I don't have all of that information in the show notes, but if you need that, reach out to me with one of those show note related ways to reach out to me and tell me, hey, I'm on WhatsApp. Can you reach out to me there? And I'd be happy to do that. All right. Today, we're going to have... Not a a super informative episode, but this was a listener request. Uh, Shout out to Ian, who specifically requested this. Um, I've just been waiting for the right week, and this feels like the right week, um, to do an episode on realtor code words. These are words that we use when describing a property that would normally mean one thing to another person, but realtor to realtor, we know exactly what we're saying. And, And in full disclosure... The examples that I'm going to give are not examples that I have come up with. I did not have time this week to sit down and just come up with a list of these things. Uh, But these are examples that I think are good examples that other realtors um, in a uh, a thread on Facebook, there's a realtor group I'm a part of on Facebook, that other realtors put this together and uh, and I just got a big kick out of it. Um, I had to sift sift through a lot of them. A lot of them weren't weren't that funny. Um, But this is a list that's intentionally designed to to be funny. And I'm no comedian, so I'm probably not going to make you guys laugh. But at the very least, it will help you to be informed. When you start to read uh, listings, you will understand better what the realtor is trying to say to other realtors when he or she uses these various words. So let's go ahead and jump right in. We're going to start with Cozy. And these first few are pretty short and sweet. Cozy. What does cozy mean when a realtor says this house this is a cozy ranch located in a great area of Taylor, South Carolina? Cozy means just tiny. Like it doesn't mean it, a house isn't inherently cozy. I mean, I, I guess maybe if it has some, you know, some different uh, aspects uh, on the interior, some some character to it. Perhaps uh, cozy could play into that, but cozy just means tiny. That's it. So if it's a cozy home, it's just small, you know? Like, we're just trying to make sure you understand it's small, but in a very, very appealing way. Hidden gem. Um, the uh, the person that wrote this, it, it was uh, an expletive type of uh code that they put that this refers to the hidden gem so i'm, I'm not gonna put the, say the exact words that they put because we don't do expletives on the show but hidden gem they said that equals crap box okay crap box if you're looking for a hidden gem listen and 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 also i'm gonna say some of these aren't gonna be as accurate as others um hidden gem uh 
being a crap box, that is pretty accurate. Cozy being tiny, yeah, that's accurate as well. But the reason why Hidden Gem, why it's definitely not typically going to be a good house, um, is because nothing is hidden. There's no such thing as a hidden gem. We have like the historically low inventory levels. Nothing is hidden. Historically low inventory levels and uh, historically... Uh, high levels of of interest in real estate and people being able to just use their phone to find any house in the entire country. So nothing is hidden. And if it's hidden, it's not a gem. Uh, So let's just be clear about that. Won't last. Okay, that's the next phrase. Won't last. And the interpretation for that one is will last. Okay, this one maybe, maybe not accurate. I'm I'm not going to say that that is 100% accurate all the time. Uh, to me, I don't really see a reason why someone would would put that in their listing description. I'm not going to say that I've never done that, um, but I just I, I don't really see I, I don't really see how that really markets a property typically. Um, but oftentimes, if a realtor feels the need to put that in there, they're probably concerned that the market, you know, that they're probably concerned that it actually will last, and they need to to generate the perception that. In fact, it actually won't last. Um, or uh, I'm sorry, they're afraid that... Yeah, exactly. I think I said that right. They want the market to think it won't last so that the market responds in kind, but in reality, it probably will last. Motivated seller. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one, right? Now, there are different sorts of motivated sellers, but this is pretty much accurate for all of them. It says... The interpretation is desperate. The translation for a mo- when you see the words motivated seller, desperate. Um, and that is very, very accurate. There are a few times where there might be a motivated seller that's not entirely desperate. Um, but typically, typically speaking, that's the case. Someone else on this thread put, and I love this one um, as well, although it's less accurate, but just funnier and accurate enough that I think it's worth giving consideration to that uh, motivated seller should be translated as whoops price too high Um, and yes that I have seen a lot of instances of that where they change that that's an example of when the listing description gets changed where it didn't originally have motivated seller in it and then later they changed it to where it said motivated seller in there. That's an example. Whoops, price that one too high. Sorry. Um, up and coming. <laughs> that one, I've got to be careful with this. But so I will just say again, this is not what I said. This is what someone else said. They said they the translation they used was ghetto. Um, now, of course, I don't use the word ghetto. I don't even even colloquially use that terminology. But um, and and in Greenville, I wouldn't even say that we have places that I've been in places in the U.S. where where people have described me. Oh, this is the ghetto, and those places don't compare to any places that I've been to in Greenville. So let's just be clear about that. Um, that being said, if it says up and coming, it probably is a rough area. It's probably not, you know, the the best block in town. Um, you should probably be packing heat or something to protect yourself um, if you're going to an up-and-coming area. Stunning. Stunning should be translated as completely normal, <laughs> which which is probably, I, I mean, 
it, it depends. It depends on what is stunning, right? If it says a stunning uh, staircase, yeah, I've seen examples of like a stunning staircase and like a two-story foyer. But I've seen plenty of examples of stunning just being complete, stunning just being completely normal. Um, so I, I think that there is some accuracy there. Um, <laughs> this one's kind of funny. Feels like should be translated as doesn't feel like. Does it feel like home? It probably doesn't feel like home. Does it feel like a palace? It probably doesn't feel like a palace. Like, let's just be realistic here. That one, that one's accurate. If if you're describing what a house feels like, you're really not describing anything at all. You're probably wrong. It probably feels like it might feel like that to you. But remember, the realtor is trying to portray this in the most positive light possible. So they're trying to think of what this could feel like in Utopia. So it probably doesn't feel like that in real life. Good bones. Um, I okay. This translation said that good bones means about to collapse. I disagree with that one. That one, I think, is very inaccurate. When I hear good bones, I think that house needs a complete interior remodel. Older house needs a complete interior remodel. I wouldn't say most of the time the one realtors use that, at least not in this market in, in Greenville. I don't think they're usually saying that it's about to collapse. Um, I think that they're typically saying... It's a gut job, but it's going it, to, this is a house that will withstand a good windstorm. How about um, unique floor plan? <laughs> unique floor plan. Um, that should be translated. These are going to be a little bit longer uh, because that, that first, the, there are like two different lists here that I pulled. That first list was, was one list. Now here's kind of a second list. Um, unique floor plan. Should be translated. Not sure if the architect was drinking, but here we are. Um, and yes, I would absolutely agree with that. If you're using really unique, again, not a word that I would say realtors should avoid, but it's, that's a dangerous word. Unique means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Um, and, you know, if it's a weird floor plan where the architect basically was drinking, I'm going to try to avoid marketing the property in a way that that talks about the floor plan you don't want to draw attention to things that are a negative to the house um, now i will try to get out in front of some of those things but again if you're drawing attention to it you need to draw attention to it in a way that spins it as a positive in, in the mind of the buyer so you know if the floor plan is kind of weird I'll try to, to think about some things of, well, what would I do with this floor plan to make it not weird? Maybe a room could be used in a different way than it currently is or what have you. There's a lot of different ways to spin things that aren't inaccurate, um, but that help the buyer to kind of paint the picture in the buyer's mind so that they understand, you know, okay, this is a negative right now, but it doesn't have to be a negative. Um Here's another one. Owned by the same family for X number of years equals never been updated. And um, yeah, that, that's that's probably pretty accurate. If you're talking about, if you're having to market one of the positives about a house is that it's owned by the same family for a long time, odds are it's probably in okay shape, but it has never been updated. Handyman special. Oh boy. This now this one's interesting because 
there's already kind of jokes, not even among realtors, about what handyman specials like refer to. Um, but I really like this one, will not appraise. Because <laughs> that's very specific, right? We all think of handyman special. Okay, it's obviously a fixer-upper of some sort. Um, but specifically, you're saying handyman special. If you're saying fixer-upper, I think you're you're basically saying, okay, this needs to have this needs to bring a cash buyer. Like this is not going to qualify for financing at all. But if you say handyman special, you're kind of leaving it open for a little more open for interpretation. And you, you might uh, you get some of those people that might be looking for something that just needs a little bit of work, but they're trying to get it financed. The handyman special, unfortunately, will not appraise. You won't be able to get that financing. Um, in demand area equals lock the car doors. Um, I wouldn't say that that is 100% accurate, but again, do you need to say that an area is in demand? You have to think about that. You know, like, let's say that I am listing a house in downtown Greenville. I just have to say the house is in downtown Greenville. Well, it's it's not going to be there. They don't allow houses in downtown Greenville. Let's say a condo in downtown Greenville, right? Let's say I'm, I'm listing a condo in downtown Greenville. I'm not going to say in-demand area. People already know that. Um, but I might explain, let's say that it's in, an, in a more transitional area, but that is up and coming, as we've already described, or in-demand, quote-unquote. Um, I'm going to, instead of just saying it's an in-demand area or an up-and-coming area, I'll usually try to explain some of, of the things that make it positive. It's this close to downtown. It's this close to the Swamp Rabbit Trail. It's it's very close to Unity Park, which is, by the way, coming along very nicely. If, if you're in the Greenville area, I recommend driving by Unity Park. It's really starting to look cool. Or, or ride a bike up there um, as the Swamp Rabbit goes right by. It's starting to really come together. Cool, very cool development that we've been waiting a while for. Um, all right, another one here. Perfect for young couples. Should be translated as not safe for kids at all. And yes, I I think that that is very accurate. Perfect for young couples. Um, not not safe for kids. It probably also implies that um, that older people wouldn't want to live there, which might mean that there's a lot of stairs, things like that. Um, <laughs> renovators delight. Now I haven't heard that one very often, but if you hear that. That should be translated, and I think that this is accurate, as know anyone who owns a bulldozer? Like, yeah, renovator's delight. Um, You're probably going to have to bulldoze that property. Needs a little TLC should be translated as needs a lot of TLC. Yes, that is very accurate. I would say probably 99% of the time, if a realtor says a property needs a little TLC, it needs a lot of TLC and plan appropriately um back on the market due to no fault of seller should be translated as 200 issues on an inspection report that the seller won't fix um i would say that's has low accuracy um but i I still think it's funny and and it's accurate enough that um that yeah that for me personally if a property comes back on the market and and i feel like it is the fault of my sellers I simply won't explain in my listing why it's back on the market. 
I will let people ask me, and then I will try to explain it on the phone in a way that portrays it in the best light possible, but also without violating my realtor code of ethics and and lying. Um, If the seller would not address things on the inspection report that were items that they had agreed to repair as part of the initial contract, um, then yeah, that's, that is, would be an example of due to the fault of the seller. Now, let's say we've talked about this, the section eight, uh, of the, uh, form 310, which is a standard South Carolina association of realtors form that we use, uh, for contracts here in Greenville. They're not, it's not used all across the state of South Carolina, but pretty much exclusively in Greenville. That's the contract form that's used among realtors. Um, it specifies nine categories that a seller uh, needs to repair if uh, the the items listed in those nine categories are not functioning or have major problems, major defects. Um, so a seller may decide not to do items that they were requested to do that don't fit those nine categories, and the buyer may back out on the basis of that, and I would feel completely confident and completely within the code of ethics to put that it was not due to the fault of the seller. The seller uh, agreed to do the items that were in the nine categories, did not agree to the items that were outside of the nine categories, and here we are. Um, So there's a little bit of of nuance to that one. Uh, Well-maintained equals desperately needs updating. This is kind of similar to uh, to the one that we talked about a little bit earlier with uh, with good bones. Yes, well-maintained, that, that's very accurate. Oftentimes means that the house needs some, some serious updating, probably mostly on the interior, but yes, that I, I have seen that many a time. Um, hidden, uh, one person commented, remember this is on Facebook, he said, um, I thought hidden gem meant you might hear banjos on your long drive in. Make sure you have four-wheel drive in case it rains. Well, obviously, that realtor is in the country. Now, we are we have some country areas here as well. Um, and that certainly can uh, certainly can mean that. I, I, could, uh, I could see that in, in some areas. Not, not so much in Greenville. Um, uh, who knows? I, I didn't look up where that realtor is located. Um, but I, I like the, the crap box definition of hidden gem. Um, and, uh, and last but not least, gently rolling acreage should be translated as mountains and cliffs. Yes, absolutely. If you uh, are describing acreage as gently rolling, there's probably nothing gentle or rolling about it. You're probably dealing with a hilly topography, something that is going to be a pain to build on. Um, I 100% agree with that interpretation. Um, I tried to avoid using these things, you know, using the same terms in, in cliche ways. But hey, let's just be honest. We're communicating different things to different people when it comes to this. Um, but at the end of the day, I am a pretty, pretty forthcoming realtor. And I have done what we what we call and what you may have heard me describe as wholetailing properties, which is basically buying a, a hidden gem, as it were, um, and then not doing anything to it, just listing it for more than you bought it for. 
I had done that on multiple occasions where I bought properties that had that I had good equity in them. And I would just tell people, this needs everything. It literally needs a full renovation. Um, and I'm not going to disguise that with, with special words and, and whatnot. Um, I'm, I'm just going to tell people exactly what it is. And you know what? People like that. They respond better when, when you're forthright. Um, now, there are some times when it's good to use those realtor co- code words. It just depends on the situation. Um, it's not a one-size-fits-all type of thing. But if you guys have any other ones that you're thinking of, any that you've seen that you're like, hey, I wonder what this means, please, my contact information is in the show notes. I'd love to have some fun with this. Send those over to me. Send me a listing that you see that that uses some of those code words, and we'll try to decipher it. Um, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, review download all of those things let me know hit that five star button and uh and and let's get this out to more and more people i hope you guys enjoyed had a little bit of fun uh you know starting to get colder well not this week but uh normally this time of year it's starting to get colder and it'll probably probably the temperature will fall off pretty soon here um so uh here's something to give you guys hopefully a little bit of levity and also a little bit of understanding about how realtors talk to each other. And this is all we talk about every day. We just get together and, you know, have some beer and just talking these code words all day long. And that's 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 what we do. Um, so if you have any questions about that or anything you want to contribute, let me know. Hope you guys have a great rest of the week and we'll talk next time.